Hey guys, this is John. There were some technical difficulties in inserting the theme song into this episode, so um, I hope you don't miss it too much, and hopefully it'll be back by the next one. And also, this is episode 54, not 53 like we say. All right, thanks. Hello, and welcome to episode number 53 of You Can't Sit With Us. Woo! I'm John Doolin. I'm Spencer Swindon. And yeah, we've had a little bit of a hiatus the past couple months. Yeah, we've been busy. Yeah, so we shot two films since the last time we recorded. Mm -hmm. Uh, We shot Stalker's Prey 2, which is a sequel to a... Lifetime Stalker movie, as per the title. Who wrote that one? I wrote that one. Ooh. Ooh, so it's good. Well, it's, it's all right. <laughs> this one is going to be really Actually, no. Fun. I, saw, I saw a rough cut um, of portions of the movie, and it's really fucking cool. I saw the trailer. Yeah. It's really fun. Yeah. So if you like the first Stalker's Prey, this one is kind of leaps and bounds better than that one, I feel like. I feel like he, you and Colin were kind of <laughs> like, all right, let's do this one good. Yeah. Well, it was was like they gave me like no limitations the yeah. guy who funded it was just like you know just make it crazy and i was like okay mm-hmm. <laughs> there are a couple things that i know got cut out because it's a little too much you're gonna have to tell me after. yeah i will i will and the other one we did was a lifetime christmas movie rediscovering christmas you know um you know they've done a bunch of those they're, the, they're kind of all the same um which one did you enjoy better the set um, experience, I should say. A set experience. Um, Stalker's Prey was fun because it was kind of back to the old days a little bit of yeah. having no real rules. Yes, um, we did that non-union, non-union like non-sag. Yeah. So it was just a lot of, you know, we got away with a lot of shit on that mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> Not got away with, we just didn't have to abide well, by Well, this anything. is true. Yeah. Yes, very true. <laughs> but, um, and then... Rediscovering Christmas was, we shot, it was a Christmas movie that we were shooting at the end of summer. Yeah. A lot of muggy, humid days. Yep. And um, a lot of the time I was in a air-conditioned office. Me too. (laughs) So I honestly didn't mind doing receipts and shit this time because I was um, away from all the, you know, when everybody's piled into a little kitchen area for mm-hmm. video village and shit and they have to keep the windows open and like the fucking humidity's coming through. So yeah. Um but in terms of more fun, I'd say probably Stalker's Prey. Yeah, I mean there's a lot of crazy shit going on on that with like the stunt work that was going on, yes. the underwater pool stuff, mm-hmm. which looks fucking amazing. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so today is it's October. Ooh. Yeah. Do you like my decor? Your gourds. My gourds. And, my oh, mums. all the flowers. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see g- an orange uh, piece of Tupperware on the fridge too. Is that October? Uh, or is no, that just I there? think that's just there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we are also broadcasting from a new lunch table. Yes. Because um, I moved over the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I moved in with my friend Kevin, who I've talked about many times on the podcast before. Yes. Uh, and yeah, I was in a really shitty roommate situation mm-hmm. that I'm glad is over with now. And you listen to what this bitch tried to do. <laughs> what? So, you know, I told her over a month in advance, like, I'm leaving on this date. You know, good luck finding a roommate, you know, best wishes, never want to see you again. And so, you know, she had over a month to find a roommate. She didn't find one, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
so, you know, at the end, uh, you know, I moved out at the end of August and a couple weeks into September, I was still getting billed for the utilities because they're in my name. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to call and put them in her name. And so I text her, I go, hey, you really need to put these utilities in your name because I'm getting the bills for them and I'm not paying for you to yeah. have hot water, bitch, you know? Yeah. And so she wrote back to me. Oh, sorry, John. I'm leaving at the end of this month, so I would. I'm not putting them in my name. You should probably contact the landlord to see who's taking over the lease when I leave. And I'm like, bitch, you're, I'm still paying for you. To, like now, nah. you're still there. Yeah, you're still there. Yeah. Like, and so <laughs> I called up the electric company and I called up the gas company and I had that shit turned off immediately. Um, I don't know if that affected her. I never heard from her again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Christ. Yeah, that was fun. What was her deal again? Was she just messy? She was was really messy. Um, Her boyfriend weirded me out a lot because Mm -hmm. like not in like he wasn't. He was creepy in like a like a heavy breather kind of way, you know, because he would always come in. And I'd be like, hey, how's it going? You know, like me, trying yeah. to be a human. And he'd be like, <coughs> hi. <coughs> hi. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, I don't know if it was just he's socially awkward, if he's homophobic. You know, I don't know what it was, yeah. but it was just weird to be around him. When in doubt, play the homophobia. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call homophobia <laughs> um, because her, she never had a gay friend in her entire life. Mm-hmm. Evident by the fact that she would put a dress on, come in and ask me if this dress looked good with these shoes and all that. And I was like, honey, you're asking the wrong faggot on yeah. that one. I know what looks good on me. I know what men's clothes look good. Like. I haven't worn a dress since I was in middle school, bitch. Like, thank you. There's still time. <laughs> but yeah, and she was messy. Her hair was everywhere. It was clinging to everything. She had long blonde hair. Mm-hmm. And so I live with a dog now, and his hair is nowhere near as bad as like like her shedding and whatnot. I figured this dog had to be relatively clean. If you yes. were, I mean, you didn't really have a choice in yeah. having the dog or not, but I feel like its hair had to be, you know, kind of tamed if you were going to be alright with it. Yeah, plus he loves his Auntie John, who mm-hmm. gives him snacks and takes him for walks and cuddles with him while his daddy's at work. Yes. So, it's been a good situation. Mm-hmm. So, I've been here for a couple months now, and it's working out well. Good. Yeah. So, um, since it's October, we're going to talk a little bit about spooky movies. Yeah. So, in the past, we've talked about, like, stuff we like to get prepared for Halloween and whatnot. So, we're going to kind of do not really a countdown, more like a list of things we watch in October. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff that gets you in the mood. Stuff that I'll be watching again this year and, Mm -hmm. like, maybe some new stuff that I haven't seen yet. Yeah. Um, So, that's what we're going to be doing today. But beforehand, Spencer... Let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. So how have you been? I've been all right. (laughs) Just, you know, um, back to the real world and hating life at the theater. Yeah, the theaters, uh, it's getting worse and worse. Every day it's something new. Yeah. Um, It also doesn't help when you go in and your managers, when I ask, how's it been over here? And everybody has a new story about how it's gotten worse. Yep. Yep. For everything. Usually yeah. they got to lie through their teeth and be like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. it's the same. No, everybody has a story about how it's getting worse and worse. So yeah. that really says something there's about the a, way you're running a business. There's one, um, she, uh, the female one, tall female, newer manager, young. Yes. Um, she was. I was out working with her the other night. 
And I just see her like looking so depressed. And like, I know that look. And I just go, I was just like, you you doing okay? Because like at this point I was like, it was a busy day because of Joker, mm-hmm. and I was fried, and I was yep. just like, this is my fucking life now. Yep. And so I was like, how's it going? And she's like, I fucking hate this place. I want to leave now. I don't want this fucking job anymore. She just like went, she put it in the book, honey. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. One, you sounded just like her. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's her new tone. She had a completely different tone when she was just a regular employee. Yeah, I feel horrible for her. Yeah. She deserves better. I know. And, and I she, like her a lot. She was telling me, she goes, I just hit this amount of money in her, like, because, like, you know, they get the raise every year. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me how much she makes an hour. And I was like, oh, my God, that is not worth it, baby. Yeah, like, no. don't do that to yourself. Let's just say it's not much more than we are making. And awesome. it's, like, 50 times the stress. Because oh, I've, yeah. I've managed a movie theater before, and I will never do it again. Did you have proper staffing when you were on tour? Was it only like no, one person um, see, doing the, shit? The difference was the theater that I worked at when I was a manager was a significantly smaller theater. True, yes. Um, and I had to do a lot of stuff. Like, you know, I was, we had 35 millimeter projection and I had to clean theaters while doing that while mm-hmm. also like counting the drawers and whatnot. So it wasn't that it, it was not really properly staffed, but it was small enough where you... you it were, wasn't... Overwhelming. Correct. You were yeah. busy all day, but it was never to the point of like, oh my god, fucking kill me yep. now. Yep. You know, unless it was like an like unexpectedly busy, yes. which would happen sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. So <laughs> back at the theater, that's about it. Yeah, how's <laughs> the love life going? Um, it's, <laughs> it ain't really there. It doesn't. Yeah, same. Girl. Complicated and the same, and um, who knows what the fuck? <laughs> it's a lot of complicated factors. Yeah. So I'm not sure even where I'm at. Yeah. But you know. That's yeah. about it. How about you? Well, I wanted to bring up, because I feel like I owe every not an explanation, but on the last episode, I was talking about the kid I was dating. Mm-hmm. And I hate listening back to that episode, because A, I talk about him a lot, mm-hmm. and B, I am very hopeful when I talk about him. And um, for those of you that know me personally, that ended terribly mm-hmm. back in the beginning of June, right before we shot Stalker's Prey. Literally three days before we shot Stalker's Prey 2. Yes. So Stalker's Prey 2 was miserable for me. Um, I came to the realization long after, not long after things ended, but I was very much in love with that boy. Mm-hmm. And he broke my fucking heart. And a big reason why we didn't really record was I didn't like I didn't really push for it because I was depressed. Yeah. You know, I all of June, like half of July, maybe more. I was kind of a mess. Yeah. Like, you know, waterworks, the whole fucking nine yards. And I'm on good terms with him now. And only because like I stopped talking to him for a while. Mm -hmm. And I also lectured him. I got my last words. <laughs> Good. You know, and it's like, I, I realize I'm never going to hate him for what he did. To, he didn't do something terrible. You know, he, his feelings changed. He didn't know, he didn't go about it properly. And a couple of things he did afterwards were really shitty and they made me really fucking pissed at him for a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I realized that, you know, he is the first boy that, Treated me like a boyfriend, you know? 
he was the first, but I thir- fucking I was 34 years old and it was the first time a guy didn't treat me like a dirty little secret. Mm-hmm. So for that, I will forever be grateful for him, you know, and everything, like all the good times we had together. I don't want to look at that period as a bad time. You know, Fair, I want to yeah. be, want to be mature about it and be an adult about it. So the one thing that pisses me off still is people expect me to hate him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if they're like, oh, are you still seeing, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, things ended. Like, oh, well, fuck him. You're too good for it. No, I don't hate him. So you shouldn't hate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like people are trying to force me to hate him. Yeah. And I was mad at him. And then I had my fucking peace. And I said what I had to say to him. I told him what he did to me. And it was a lot of stuff he didn't even realize he was doing because he was so far up his own fucking problems, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, he's got the depression issues, he's got anxiety issues, he's got trauma from past relationships, and that's why I let it slide a lot of what he did while we were together. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, I'm on very good, friendly terms with him. Okay. Yeah, you know, today was his birthday. I saw. Yeah, I gave, we, I've been working, going to the gym with him, actually, almost mm-hmm. every day, because he asked me, he's like, I feel completely out of shape, I feel gross, can you help me? And I, as a friend, I'm like, well, this is a good way to kind of mend things with him, mm-hmm. you know? So I've been been very good terms with him. I gave him a birthday card today. Okay. Um, I was just very honest in the card. You know, I said, like, you know, I'm grateful to have you here in my life. You know, thank you for everything you did for me, you know? Um, I think you're a beautiful person, even when the times you were a fucking ass. I was kind of honest yeah. in the card. And so he called me five minutes after I gave him the card. It was after our workout. And I was like, oh, what's going on? And he said, I'm still in the parking lot. I'm in my car and I'm crying over your card. That boy is a mess. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad to see that I can still have that effect on him. <laughs> but yeah. Well, so there you have it with that. Yeah. And ever since then, I've tried going out on a few dates. They've been disastrous. Not disastrous, just like, you know, the good thing about him was he was spontaneous and a little mm-hmm. crazy. He's a crazy fucking Puerto Rican. Just my type. Mm-hmm. And um, some of the guys I've talked to since then, they don't have that spark. And so I'm like, ugh. Like, yeah. You know, like one of them was, one guy was so rigid. He was like, uh, like he, we had like loose plans to hang out on a Sunday. And mm-hmm. he'd be like, uh, like on that Friday, he was like, oh, you know, well, I guess I'm going to see my family on Sunday. I go, oh, we had plans, you know. And he's yeah. like. Oh well, you didn't tell me exactly what we were doing at what time, and I you know. You me this. And so I was like, Jesus "Oh Christ. my God!" You know, and I was like, "You know, with um, I don't even know what to call him. My ex, technically, the one from yeah, yeah. yeah I know. guess that for sure. lack, of, lack of a better term, to make it easier, gay world. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody ever really dates. <laughs> um, he, whenever we would have plans, it'd be like, okay, I'm coming over. What do you want to do? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. And that's, I loved that, you mm-hmm. know, because it's like whenever we went out, I never had any idea of what the night was going to bring. Yeah. And it always ended up being fun, you yeah. know, hanging out with him. It was like a first date every time where I was like, oh, I'm excited to do that, you know? Like, yeah. And so, and like the other guys since then, I'm like, God, this is like fucking torture. Yeah. You know? And, ki- like, I tried the apps again, and these fucking kids, they're like, hey. 
Oh yeah. Hello, how's no it going? Social skills. What's up? You know, I'm like, oh Jesus fucking Christ, you know? Like learn how to talk to somebody. Yeah, I love when you establish a conversation, attempt to establish a conversation yeah. with somebody and you do like the hey, how's it going? And their response is what's up? That's not the fucking That's answer. Awful. But yeah, so long story short, I was in love with a boy who broke my fucking heart. Um, and now I'm on good terms with him, and now <laughs> no guy will ever be able to live up to the... Well, I say that now. I'm well, yeah. being facetious and yes. hyperbolic, obviously. Give it a week. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's, been, it's been four months at this point, which is a long time for me. <laughs> exactly. So give it another week. Yeah, then yeah. Then we'll see what you're saying. What my, yeah, where I stand <laughs> with something. But yeah, so that's been kind of shitty. All right. <laughs> you know, and... Yeah, I'm glad I moved in with Kevin during that time because um, I pretty much wrecked all his clothes by crying on them and all my <laughs> snot on his shoulders and mm-hmm. everything. And it's been nice to have somebody who, like, when I'm having a bad day, he's just there to kind of rub my head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's nice to have a friend that is, like, like a... I call it like my non-sexual husband, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> your emotional pillow. Yeah, pretty much. And I kind of do the same for him because he's yeah. got a boyfriend that does not live, lives out of state. Mm-hmm. And so he's very lonely a lot. And so he gets upset a lot. And so it's like, then I'll rub his head, you know? Y'all are the ones always on the phone together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 We would talk every day on set. Yes. Yeah. Cause we were, we were both feeling some type of way while I was on set. Yes. Me mostly because we were shooting, um, like the hotel we were staying at was right down the street from my ex's house. Yes. Like, so I was like, literally five minutes down the road from him, that entire shoot. Mm -hmm. And that's when we were trying to mend things, but I wasn't there yet. So it was like not a good situation for me. That was kind of a mess. Uh, But yeah, so John Doolin was a fucking wreck. (laughs) But he's still alive. It happens. Yeah, I mean, this is the first where it was like, I felt... Like depressed, depressed. You know what I mean? Like, there's been other times in the past where it's like I was gonna say, good thing back to another time. I know another it. time that you're talking yeah. about, but that different. It didn't compare to this. Yeah. It like I didn't I wasn't kind of inconsolable in bed and not wanting to move like yeah. I was this time. Yeah. You know, and that's it's a shitty feeling. And as Kevin said to me, he goes, This is your first real big heartbreak. He goes, It won't be the last. Mm-hmm. Get it out of the way and just keep crying. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, girl. <laughs> it's good to cry. It is good. I, I mean, I did a lot. Of <laughs> That's what I have to do someday when I'm getting through. I mean, nothing as, you know, traumatic yeah. as that. But, like, when you're going through, like, a tough time. And I sometimes have a hard time It's the overwhelming crying. feeling. The overwhelming yeah. being back at work yeah. does the same thing to me. Where I'll have to go and, like, put on a fucking depressing as fuck movie and just yeah. ball my eyes yeah, out. And, and then I... It feels so so good. good It feels so good. Yeah. And I think like a big part of, I was, I was doing good until we started like pre-production on that rediscovering Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I had a new job on that, or I should say I had an additional job. So I had, you had two jobs for the the payment of one. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. And so it was very overwhelming and I think mixed with the fact that I had to like drive by his exit every day, you Mm -hmm. know, it was just like, 
I was fucking crying every day during pre-production. Yeah. And it, was, it wasn't because I was necessarily sad over him. It was just I was so emotional yeah. from all the stress I was under yep. that I didn't know what else to do. But yeah, that was a dark time. <laughs> I'm glad it's over. Yes, I am too. <laughs> God, what a fucking faggot I was acting like. <laughs> so dramatic. It happens. Yeah. We all need to go through it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that's kind of what we've been doing with our lives. Yeah. <laughs> Me, not a whole lot, apparently. No, but that's fine. <laughs> You've been going to, like, fun screenings and stuff like that. Yeah, and I yeah. my friend from Florida came up um, right after we wrapped. It was supposed to be, because originally we were supposed to wrap on the 13th. Yes. Of, um, then it got pushed and just, then like, it got pushed, fucked so up all our we lives. we wrapped on the 16th, and he landed <laughs> at the Guardia on the 17th. Yeah. So I said to myself, here was my whole strategy. Because I wanted to party at wrap night, but I didn't want to be too hungover to pick him up at yeah. the Guardia. Yeah. So my whole strategy was, okay, so we wrap on the 16th. On the 15th, I'll drink a shit ton of vodka. Yes. So that way I'll be so hungover on, on the 16th you won't want to touch that them. I won't want to drink vodka. But you then know I what? Bu- this sounds like a plan with a lot of fallbacks. What happened was <laughs> I, um, I did drink a lot of vodka. I woke up. I took a bath that night. I over- Drunk bath? I took a drunk bath. Mm. I overfilled the bathtub, mm. so I um, woke up to the floor all wet. I fell asleep in the bathtub. <laughs> I was awake during the entire time of my bath. I fell asleep as it drained, so oh, I woke I, up in an empty tub. To be fair, because that is so relaxing. When you hear the water yes, going down the drain, yes, bitch, yeah. and I was already like, it was like three in the morning. I was yeah. already drunk, so I hear that soft sound so that I wake up three hours later naked in an empty tub yep. and then when I put my foot on the ground in the bathroom <laughs> it is fucking soaked <laughs> so that I use every towel imaginable in the place because I air dried while sleeping in the tub Obviously, so I'm just need drying anything. you know everything um, <sighs> so I'm hungover all day feeling awful and that was a long day. That was a too. long day. On it was set. like a 14, 15 hour day. Yes. But then, um, <laughs> so my whole strategy worked and then I figured I'll just drink beer all night. Yeah. And um, so that I could still party at the rap party, but, you know, not be too crazy. But then also Cat uh, Anus, my roommate. Yes. Who I want to give a special shout out to because I adore her and she helped me out so much on the shoot yes. with my overload of fucking work Mm -hmm. so thank you miss anus yes ma'am um she had a bottle of wine that she was just drinking from out the bottle so we were were mixing together all night (laughs) i had a i had a 40 and like a six pack um but yeah you still feel kind of like shit after a night full of drinking beer yeah who'd have thunk it yeah (laughs) but i didn't touch any vodka so that was a plus did you drink the next night then the wrap day during the rap day? Yeah, like the rap party. Like, did you go, did you, did your plan work is what I'm asking. Oh, um, well, I woke up slightly hungover. Yeah. Not as bad as I could have been, so it kind of worked. Yeah. My whole plan was that I would be in bed by <laughs> 3 a.m. at the very latest. Yes. And I went to bed at 6 a.m. and I woke up at 9. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And then I drove to New York. So. Woof. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> now, but, I have to ask this very important question. What? 
How much did you clean that tub before you dared take a bath in it? I never cleaned it. Catherine did. Okay. So I never saw the extent, but she was very skeeved out by the idea of yeah. being in the tub and without if, having cleaned and it. And if she is skeeved out by it, then it must have been ridiculous. She was using, like, um, our girl Jackie had a bleach yes. in her room, so yeah. she was spraying the whole tub down with bleach, soaking it, spraying it Perfect. down again, and letting it, you know, rest before she because would wash it out. that hotel... Our room was the only one, I will say, that I don't think had any issues with it. Oh, my God. It was haunted, but it didn't, was have, haunted, it didn't yeah. have any mold. It didn't have any shit. Our air conditioner, I think she only cleaned it once. It never got dirty. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how everybody else got, you know, fucked over. But My bathroom was rancid. Mm-hmm. Like, just black mold all in the tiles and every Like, it was, like, I, I told my roommate, Bryant, who I adore Bryant, <laughs> Um, we got to dis- distinguish the T at the end. Yes. Because there's Brian and Bryant. And um, Bryant is kind of hysterical. He's very funny. He's mm-hmm. just very quiet. But when you get to know him, he's a very funny kid. Okay. And um, so I was, like, commuting back and forth for, like, the first week just because I didn't want to stay in that fucking hotel. Yeah. And, like, I didn't want to be in that town, you know, at that point. And I asked my go, Bryant, I'm starting to, I'm going to be staying at the hotel. What is our room like? Because everyone had a horror story about their room. You yeah. know, fucking mold, water. like ghosts. Yeah, ghosts. <laughs> like, oh, Jackie had like a water feature coming out of her fucking walls or some shit. Both like rooms that. Yeah. did that yeah. she had, but one was worse than this the place, other. This so place was fucked. And, um, and Bryant was like, oh, he goes, it's not that bad at all. He goes... There's, like, a really rancid, weird smell, but, like, when you're in there long enough, you just don't smell it anymore. Yeah. And I go, I was like, well, what does it smell like? He goes, well, it kind of smells like mold, but I don't see any mold. And I go, darling, it's probably in the carpet or yeah. in the walls. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I mean, we're all going to get some sort of infection or <laughs> yeah. you know, die or all I mean, from this place. It was so. funny. I was on... I was on some of the, uh, like, Tinder I had downloaded again and, like, Grindr and whatnot. And so some kid was, like, chatting with me on Grindr. And he was like, where are you staying? And I told him the name of the hotel. He goes, he goes oh, my God. He goes, you're going to get Legionnaire's disease. <laughs> so I guess it has a reputation. It looked nice when I saw it from the outside when oh, I pulled it up. It looks fine when you go. like the And the lobby is, like, immaculate. Yeah. Like, gorgeous big lobby. And then you get, like, to, like, the first hallway. And you're like, oh, there's a little water stain on that ceiling. Mm-hmm. And then you get into, like, the weird inside pool with the glass ceiling and you're like this is a little funky i love that pool i never went in it because oh, every time it was fucking it was broken it was always broken yeah <laughs> and it was such a pain one of my jobs was to take care of like the budgeting and the like the billing for the hotel and whatnot and it was a disaster when we had like rooms being switched out and whatnot and like i Literally, I told them at the end of the shoot, I go, this is how much you're getting a check for. Write me an invoice for this now because I'm never dealing with you again kind yeah. of a thing. And they, they did. The woman was like so appreciative of the giant check we wrote them, mm-hmm. which we came in under budget because they fucked up. But yep. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a good time overall. <laughs> 
I had fun. Yeah. I liked my room. Yes. Well, good for you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I still washed everything that I brought with me. Of course. And, yeah. 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 But yeah, I mean, uh, other than that, like I've like you know gotten back to my kind of normal life. I've been writing Stalker's Prey three mm-hmm. a lot, which I've come up with some really fucking cool ideas for it. Nice. Uh, originally wanted to film it this October. That doesn't look like it's gonna happen because it got really fucking. I was cold. gonna say it's probably for the best. Got, yeah, it got really cold really fast. Um, the lead is in Martha's Vineyard right now, shooting a Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> what, did we shoot that before the 4th of July? <laughs> we did. We, sh- okay, we finished so we shooting shot... it in like June 20-something. Because I was going to yeah. say, it was very cold on that show certain days. Yeah, that's what I was like. And I didn't want to kind of go through that again. No. Oh, well, especially, you know, having people in, in the water. water. Yeah, obviously. That's a bit of a problem. Yeah, that 12-year-old. <laughs> oh, do your impression of um, the 12-year-old when he got back from the water day. Oh, what did he say? You said... <laughs> I know, I, re- I remember you saying it. He's like, how, how is your day out there? And he goes, you will not believe the day I've had, what I've been through. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I you like won't that believe kid. what I've been through. Yeah, he was great. And his mother's like, oh, he had the best time out <laughs> You know, just typical stage mom, not like, making sure that, you know... Her child is blue and she yeah, is... Oh, he had great he time. He had a great time. Yeah, well, do it again. Anything you need. Yeah, remind me of Felicity. <laughs> Rose's mom. Yes, 100%. <laughs> I loved her. She was she was a pleasant, pleasant woman to deal with. Yep. From Texas, too, I believe. <laughs> southern southern charm. Yep. <laughs> Putting your kid in danger. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so I've been to like some fun events. I went to New Haven Pride, which is always kind of a fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, the drag queens bring out their A game, which... They usually bring out their C game sometimes. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, other than that, just been watching a lot of movies lately, catching back up. I've been trying to. I am yeah. still, I think, catching up on sleep. Yeah. I am always in bed before midnight. Yeah. And I tried the other day. I was like, okay, I'm going to finally fucking watch a movie. I finally have time to do this. I put it on at 9.30 thinking that's perfect. And then 20 minutes in, I was fucking dozing off. And I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. But. I, I've i kind of been the same way, though. Yeah. And well, it's like, I, I after the whole quote-unquote breakup, I couldn't sleep. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't sleep at all. Kevin was giving me out of van. <laughs> I was like, right. okay, yeah, that worked, yeah, yeah, by the way. Yeah. But I'm, like, now getting back to, like, a routine sleep mm-hmm. and like I slept like eight hours the other night and I'm like fuck I'm so exhausted still mm-hmm. like I, I can't catch up it's yeah. like the word I didn't sleep at all on the shoot that's for sure yeah but I mean that's par for the course all the time that's how it goes yeah I do want to bring up something Jackie just sent us something that I'm cackling let at. me pull it up too okay she just sent us both a text she says fell into a reddit hole and found this article discussing a new trend where apparently toxic hetero men won't wipe their asses because it's gay. Also, this new terminology. Okay, so she's sending us something. goes, just know this, all straight and LGBTQ readers, cleaning your butt doesn't make you gay or bisexual. We promise. You can clean your butt. You have our blessing. We won't tell. The, this incredibly weird tale comes on the heels of all sorts of new labels for guys eager to avoid labeling themselves as gay or bi 
Jesus, these fucking labels these days. <laughs> um, there's antro- androphiles for so-called alt-right gay men who dislike stereotypical gay things like shopping. And G0YS, like g- gays? I'm calling it goys. Goys for misogynist homosexuals who fear anal sex. <laughs> Also, straight guys who want to have gay sex without all the associated social stigma just call it buddy baiting and buddy sex. So straight men who want to have gay sex they, they won't were, wipe their asses? Yeah, because they think it's too gay. No, uh, I think well, I think I don't know if they're they're both together. Like they coincide with each other. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, it's very confusing. Also, straight guys who want to have gay sex. Um, that makes you a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> or a bi. Yeah, wh- whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think this is a problem because these people then should just be, you know, ignored and wiped off the face of the planet. So yeah. if their ass is smelling from not wiping it, then nobody's going to go near them. Correct. So, you know, Maybe that's solved. the plan? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. They're going to... Yeah. And then they're going to become incels. I just can't with <laughs> anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, <laughs> I mean... I, can I tell you, too, like, I was, I've been lecturing kids on Grindr left and right. Oh, like, God. <laughs> I, I'm, I, like, I, I, I got to delete it for a while. I got to get away from it. But, you know, they'll message me and they're like, hey, uh, you want to come over right now? And, like, I explicitly state in my profile, like, I'm not, like, I'm not looking for right now, quote unquote. And I'm like, I'm like, don't you dare ever invite a stranger into your house. You don't know what kind of psycho I am. (laughs) I feel like such like a crotchety old man at this point. But I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, somebody's going to rape and kill you and not necessarily in that order. Like... (laughs) Maybe that's what they want. I mean, whatever. You know, I'm not we have judging. to, we I'm have not to judging. let everybody do what yeah, they want to do. Whatever, whatever you're into, I'm not judging. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should fuck with them, though, and start, t- like, doing some, uh, you know, saying how you want to fucking, like, bring it oh, further yeah, go, and go, further go, and then finally saying how they want to fuck the stump in their head that you <laughs> yeah. just cut off. <laughs> They'll be like, yes, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, ooh, it's Halloween. I love it. <laughs> so spooky. Festive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now everybody, God. after like the fucking uh, Zac Efron Ted Bundy movie, I'm sure everybody wants to have a fucking like serial killer Oh fantasy. yeah, rape me daddy. Yeah. yeah. I didn't see that movie. I Did didn't watch, watch it yet it? either. No. I, I mean, I will. I, I do think Zac Efron Efron is legit a good actor, mm-hmm. aside from the fact that he's genetically perfect, you know? I mean, he's looking better these days. Well, I'm, that's... I'm attracted to him in the Ted Bundy movie. Uh, very, But not because very, he's Ted Bundy. No, I just because he it's looks better. the longer hair, yeah. you know, the, like, not made up as much. He looks when good. He, yeah. he used to be, like, too Well, chiseled. it was that... It was that Baywatch time where he was like, looked like a fucking skeleton with yeah. muscles. Yeah. And I was like, I, even I was like, what the fuck am I looking at? Yeah. But no, he looks like a man again. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. A little beefy in the face. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so before we move on to our spooky movies, yes. uh, I found another list on pride.com. Okay. <laughs> this one is more up our alley because, you know, there was a bunch of them that I was going through. And it was like, ooh, seven things, you know, to know about or uh, to know about a grinder hook. You know, it's like dumb shit. And I'm like, this is all fucking stupid. Who's writing this garbage? And so this one is 
15 teen movies from the 90s and and um, aughts that every gay boy loved. Okay. And so we're going to go through the list, and you let me know if you love this movie or if you think it's fucking hot garbage or if you've never seen it. All right. I feel like I'm going <laughs> to have a lot that I've never seen, actually. Okay. So uh, number one is Crossroads with Britney Spears. Um, I haven't seen this since it came out. Same, yeah. Um, I remember then I didn't love it. I would love to revisit it. Now, is there a pregnant friend that gets thrown down the stairs? There is. Okay, yes. so I remember that I remember thinking that was the way they dealt with that was very funny back in 2002. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I will still think it's very funny yes. if I watch it today. <laughs> <laughs> so number two, Bring It On. Again, a movie I haven't seen in forever. Uh, this one I know by heart. Yeah. And I'll go with it. I fucking love this movie. And I know the entire, every word to the entire opening cheer number. <laughs> I do watch the opening cheer number on occasion on yeah, YouTube. I do really, enjoy the movie. It's an enjoyable movie. Um, you could, It says fag in the movie. Where yeah. he says, uh, she goes, you speak fag. Or, or she goes, oh, I didn't, you speak fag. And he just goes fluently. <laughs> That's when it was okay for somebody to say it because the gay boy didn't have any legs to stand on in that scenario. He also didn't have any fucking hang-ups either about recognizing that it's a word that's okay for fags to use. True. Three is Hocus Pocus. Well. Obviously. We all know how we feel about this movie. We did a whole episode on it. We did, and it's a great fucking movie, and I I love Witches. I haven't watched it yet this year. Um, It's been... Uh, Kevin doesn't have cable, but he has like YouTube Live, so it has like a couple channels. Yeah, and so Freeform is one of them. So it's literally on all the fucking time. Have you seen the Freeform commercial for <coughs> This Is Doubtfire? I have not. They're playing it this month. I don't think it's part of like the Halloween lineup. But yeah, but because it's they're showing it in October. They have like a forty second ad that's. Um, ad uh, promoting it as a horror movie. Oh, and it's really fucking funny. And I really hope somebody who's never heard of the movie watches sees it. it. It's like, it's oh, that movie? looks fucking crazy. Well, I have seen somebody on YouTube recut it years ago. Yes, it's, it's a variation of that, but yeah. done a little better. Okay, and quicker. So yeah. Okay, the next one is Mean Girls. I mean, of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, I actually. Made Kevin watch this movie for the first time uh, a few weeks ago. He had mm-hmm. never seen it before. And I was like, well, I go, he was like, is it good? And I go, yeah, it's good. I go, don't think it's like the fucking masterpiece that these kids make it out to be. I go, it's funny, you know? I hate October 3rd. It's so, and like I've seen like the memes now that are coming out and they're like, you know, it's. Um, people, it's, they use like the Devil Wars Prada meme. They're like, oh my God, posting about mean girls on October 3rd, groundbreaking. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I agree. It's, it's too much. It's stale. Relax. Yeah. You fucking homos. Uh, next one, Life Size. Another Lindsay Lohan movie. That's the Tyra movie, right? Yeah. Okay. I've never seen this movie. I saw this when it first came out. I really liked it then, (laughs) but it it had no, um, you know, staying effect on me. I think I was a little too old for this when it came out. Yeah. I know they made a sequel to it that does not have the Lohan in it. Yes. So what's the (laughs) point? (laughs) <laughs> I think they should do a third one with current Lindsay in it. I, they really should. I watched some of her reality show. Oh, my God. That beach club thing. I've just been watching um, the video of her trying to steal those children from their parents over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> and laughing. Brilliant. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> this next one I'm kind of all about. 
She's the Man with Amanda Bynes. Oh, I love She's the Man. I think it's so fucking funny. We're yeah. going to do an episode on it one of these days. Yes. We'll find a good movie to pair it with. Mm-hmm. Maybe something, maybe, I don't want to say like a John Tucker must die because I don't love that movie, but something <laughs> in that vein around that era. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Have you seen John Tucker must die? No, I remember the TV spot all the time gotcha. because it ended with all of them like in different, like yeah. John Tucker must, must die. die. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I've never seen that It's movie. fine, but She's the Man is really funny. Amanda oh, Bynes man. was kind of a treasure back then. She was great. It's yeah, so upsetting she's such what a, happened to she's her. She's such a kind of like a brilliant comedic actor. Yeah, I think she's doing all right now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, the next one is Clueless. I mean... Well, that's forever. That's just a classic Clueless movie Clueless is iconic, point, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just a good movie. Yes. I think it's like Mean Girls where it kind of goes beyond like gays just enjoying it. Yeah. Where it's like everyone likes that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I was a little too old for, but you were the generation for it, which is High School Musical. All right, I've seen the first <laughs> two. And the, the funny thing is the third one is my favorite. Really? Yeah. I never saw the third one. Well, they one. had a budget on that one because it went to theaters. I honestly don't remember the first one, but the second one I watched a bunch because it was just one of those things where like when what we were... What time is it? Summertime. I think we were like seniors or something. <laughs> I was a senior in high school when it came out, I believe. Yeah. And so me and my friends, when we were like doing drugs and drinking a lot of alcohol, we would watch, like, just, like, find it on TV yep. and feel like it would be something fun to laugh at. But I always remember, I love um, Zac Efron's gay little, um... Bed on it, bed on it, bed on it, bed on it. He was such a fucking homo in that scene. Oh, my God, it's unreal. Yeah. Um, but there's, I know some songs from part two for whatever reason, but like I feel like a lot of the lyrics. I feel like the movies got better as they went along. Probably. The first one, I've seen the first one and I'm not that big of a fan of it. Yeah. I can't remember anything about the yeah. first one, but I'll watch the second one again. Whenever. Yeah. Watch the third one. One of these days. On I that. liked it. Okay. The next one is Legally Blonde. Oh, love that. Yeah, Lee Bond's great. Yeah. Jennifer, anytime you have Jennifer Coolidge in yeah. the movie, you're guaranteed. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh. She's so, oh, her, her line deliveries too. <laughs> uh, the next one, um, Burlesque. Never seen Burlesque. Okay, I've seen this movie way more than anyone should. Um, A, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's really, really bad. Like, yeah. it's, there's no plot to the damn thing. <clears throat> um, but the music's really good, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's got some cool dancing in it. But so when I dated my ex girlfriend, so we're going back yes. eight, nine years, when this movie came out, mm-hmm. um, she was, she loves Christina Aguilera. So she was like obsessed with this movie. Yeah. And like she recognized that it's not like an amazing movie. But she was having fun with it. <clears throat> Correct, yeah. And so she would get up for work early in the morning when I was still asleep and I would hear the music because it was all, it was on like Showtime or something at the time. So it was playing all the time, like every fucking morning. And I, I wake up to welcome to Burlesque. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so I do not love that movie. <laughs> I gotcha. I, um, I've never been a huge Xtina fan. And then um, Cher, I didn't come to, you know, fully yeah. indulge in until later on. Yeah. So it, I missed the mark on that. I mean, I love, uh, Cher gives a performance in it, yeah, you know? One, my thing that upsets me, though, is, like, I think of Burlesque and, like, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Yeah. Are, like, the two most recent movies I think Cher has done. Yeah. And Cher is such a good actress. I would love for her to be in, like, a 
like hard hitting something drama good again. again. Yeah, like, it, I mean, it's, it talked about when we went to when we went to go see mermaids, and we're like, she's good. Why don't why she's she, great? Yeah, fucking mask. Yeah, just have her no makeup, a very minimal makeup, so <laughs> yeah. she looks like you know a human, old yeah. human, and fucking give her an Oscar. Yeah, again. Uh, okay, so the next one, Miss Congeniality. You know what? I like that. Movie. I like it a lot. Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, I saw it quite a few times, like when it came out. Yeah, I'll still watch it if it's on. Gracie Lou Freebush. My is she the blonde? <laughs> no, that's who's that? That's that's Sandra Bullock's like undercover oh, name. Gotcha. Yeah. My favorite. My favorite moment in that movie is when um she's running late for the pageant and she runs in and she picks up a like a. A thing of mascara, yes. and she goes, "Is this the lipstick?" And one of them turns to the other girls and goes, "Ladies!" Yes. And they all go in and start helping <laughs> make over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the next one, Easy A. Never saw Easy A. Really? No, I, I think remember. You'd like it? I feel like I would too. Yeah. It's, that's the Emma Stone Amanda Bynes one. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. We'll do this with She's the Man. There we go. Yeah. Amanda Bynes double feature. Yes. It's and they both came out roughly around the same era. Mm-hmm. I think. Easy A was 2007, I think. 2000, I forget. 2009, I can't even remember. I think it was like 2007. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and it's good. It's very funny. I I read the original script, which is R-rated, and it's way better. I can but imagine. the movie's still good. And Amanda Bynes is hysterical yeah. as like the Christian like good girl. I love girl. It. Yeah. Uh, the next one, this is a movie we are very familiar with because we did a episode on it. Okay. She's all that. Oh, God. It's a movie. I hate this movie so much. You know what? It's one of those ones, though, that's so ridiculous that, like, I don't... I had not seen it... When we did the episode, I had not seen it since it like come out on TV, and I think that may have been even the first time I saw it yeah. in full. And I was... I couldn't believe how awful this movie was. <laughs> so I so bad. I do yeah. think people should watch it if they don't remember it or if they liked it then. Rewatch yeah, it. If they're like, oh my god, that's so that was so cute. No, rewatch it. Yeah, no, it's, it's bad. It's just stupid. I always say like I think a lot of the nineties teen movies hold up. I think a lot of them are really good. This is not one of them mm-hmm. at all. Like I think it's fucking awful. <laughs> what is the title of this list? It's um, it's fifteen teen movies from the nineties and aughts that every gay boy loved. Okay. Um, no, this gay no. boy does not love. She's all that. <laughs> yeah. So far, it's just really been burlesque in this one. But, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen burlesque, but I can tell I wouldn't love it. Okay. So the next one on the list, um, this gets a big rave for me. We did an episode on this too. Jawbreaker. I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course I fucking love yeah. Jawbreaker. Yeah, is great. I mean, I loved watching it when we did the episode. Going back is, like, because I'd watched it, obviously, throughout the years. But going back and watching it kind of as an adult and just, like, looking at the filmmaking of it and, yeah. like, wow, this movie's fucking weird. Yep. Like, it's such a weird queer movie, uh-huh. you know? And it's, you don't really kind of get it when you're a teenager, now, you can appreciate the fun bitchiness yeah. of it, but as you get older and you're like, oh, this is a legitimately well-made movie by yeah. somebody who really wanted to make a good movie. Yeah, yeah. And it just has, it's got such personality. I mean, yeah, we have, a, like I said, we have a whole episode about it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I, that episode might be lost now, but I think I might have the actual like rough recording of it still. Maybe I'll put that out again. Yeah. Okay, the last one on the list, number 15. We did an episode on this, too. Ten Things I Hate About You. 
We did do an episode on yeah, that. Yeah, we did 10 Things oh, I yeah, Hate About the Rage right, Carry right. 2. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alex the Coolest, for that line, by yes, the way. I remember yes, that. Yeah. Um, I love that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's yeah. so fucking cute. Uh, it's funny. It's got good performances in it. Heath Ledger was mm, sexy. He was very dreamy in yeah, it. You was. know, I feel like when I was in, when I first saw the movie, I was like, "Oh, Cameron and Joseph Gordon-Levitt." I'm like, "Oh, he's the cute one." Yeah. And I watch it now, and I'm like, "Oh no!" Like Heath Ledger is like steals that movie. Uh, yeah, you know Heath Ledger, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, or the Jew. I forget who he David Crumholtz. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm thinking of getting a Tercel. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, a Toyota. I love my Jews. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You love your Jews like I love my five foot six Latinos. Yep. In the medical field, he's not somebody I was particularly attracted to. But no. he's kind of gone all right looking with he's age. Okay. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's always gonna be a nerd. Yeah. He'll always be Adam's family values for me. Yes, that's absolutely. The problem. Which was on. Um, uh, I think it was Freeform the other day, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, God, this movie's brilliant. Yeah. Adam's Family Values. I, got, I can't only watch it in uh, November, though. Yeah, because of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. But I watched the first one in October. Obviously. Yes. Yeah, they're both really good. Mm-hmm. All right, so, yeah, that wraps up that list. That um, was a fun Decent list. I feel like alley. there's some some clear, like, um, like, uh, ones that should be on there that weren't. Drop Dead Gorgeous. Drop Dead Gorgeous, Cruel Intentions. Mm. Um, I would have put those in there over Burlesque. I mean, yeah, Burlesque isn't even a teen movie. No. Um, it's because Xteen is in it, and they're like, oh, it's gay. Yeah, and like Life Size, the TV movie. That's a children's movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's a wonderful world of Disney yeah. movie. You know. They might as well throw Get a Clue on there. Yeah. Because it's Lilo. Mm. I know. We have our feelings about that. That for director. Reasons, yeah. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going through the Lindsay Lohan canon for yeah. Get a Clue on I mean, I, w- I would watch Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen over. Fucking life size, again, yeah. You know exactly. I wish I loved confessions. Freaky of a Friday, I'd throw yeah, on that list yeah. over uh, life size. Uh, speaking of confessions of a teenage drama queen, um, I made Kevin watch Jennifer's Body the other day. Ooh, he, so good. He's like, wow. He goes, that's a good movie. Yep. Like he was like shocked because. And he, I fucking scolded him, and like, because Megan Fox comes on the screen, he's like, "Ugh, I hated her for so long for I the wrong reason." I never did. I never did. I hated her for what Hollywood made her into. Of course. And like, have <laughs> you have you seen the recent like interview with her? No. So they've done a tenth anniversary screening of Jennifer's Body with her and the director Karen Kasama, mm-hmm. who directed The Invitation, which you still need to see. I yeah, know. I do. With Tammy Blanchard. I do love my tenth Yeah, adventure. she's amazing. Um, and so they did a 10th anniversary screening. I think it was at Toronto International Film Festival. Okay. And they were talking to Megan. The movie, Megan Fox pretty much says, like, the movie kind of ruined her career because of how the media portrayed it and how the movie was marketed as, like, this titillizing, like... That's why I didn't see it. Teenage boys are going to watch them make out kind of movie. That's why I didn't see it, because I was in my early <laughs> stages of feminism. So yeah. when I saw the trailer, I was like, that's not a horror and movie. Like, that's you wa- fucking porn. You watch it now, and it's literally like a feminist like every, manifesto. Every woman I know loves that, and every woman I know has had 
a relationship like that with a friend. Absolutely. Well, that's, and every man I know is so a fascinating like to hear. Like the because they were asking, they asked the director about like the queer following that the movie mm-hmm. has, and she's like, she goes, no, she was, I completely get it. She was and like the relationship between the two girls. She goes, there's a queer subtext there, and yep. she's like a, you, they make out, and it's not just because like. We weren't just doing it for the fucking yeah. you know, boners of yeah. the audience. Yeah, it was like you're supposed to read that there. that's like a deep relationship and something else was going on there, like yeah. beyond friendship. So, yeah, and like Megan Fox basically says, she goes, I didn't know why I was getting picked on. You know, she goes, I was in a relationship with the same guy for, you know, she dated Brian Austin Green for, what, 15 years or yeah. something like that. She goes, I didn't sleep around. I didn't do drugs. I wasn't getting arrested. I wasn't partying. But I was the Hollywood bad girl, and yeah. I didn't know why. <laughs> I think Michael Bay had signed to do with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. She talked about that, too. Does but. she like the movie, though? Oh, she loves the okay, movie. Good. Yeah, was, she said, what she said about it was, she was like, you know, I thought, she said, she was, I thought we were making something great when we were making it. She was, and I knew people weren't going to, she said, I knew when we were filming that kiss scene, that people weren't going to get it and nobody was going to see it, mm-hmm. you know, because she knew how they were going to market it based on her Hollywood persona. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping if Natasha Leone can make a comeback, I'm not, you know, Natasha Leone's a different caliber of actress. Correct. But, yeah. you know, yeah. she's gone through, you know, public damnation in the yeah. industry and shit. She could come out all right. I hope Megan Fox makes a comeback. Me too. I mean, she kind of did. She was in those new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. Okay. <clears throat> and they made a lot of money. So, like, she's had a career. Yeah. But I feel like she's really good in Jennifer's body. I like, think so, too. And I feel like nobody ever really gave her that kind of role to kind of, pun intended, sink her teeth into. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did I there? Did. Yeah. You got comedy. But, yeah, Kevin was like, he was chuckling at all the lines. He goes, I didn't know this movie was supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, but that's... That movie just gets better with age. I, I gotta watch like. it again. Yeah. I gotta own it, honestly, at this point. It's, it's probably a, dirt cheap. I wanted to watch it, too, because it's very cold. Yes. Even though they have, like, a spring dance in it, it's filmed in, like, the fall and winter, so yeah. it's got, like, colored leaves in it and, like, all that other shit. Even the shit, like, I love the shot of her, <clears> um... <throat> naked in the water and I think yes. it's like overcast outside yeah. a little fog yeah. and it just yeah. looks it's very cloudy cold. yeah, yeah I love it I'm like shot. oh she must have been so cold in that water yep yep all right so let's move on now mm-hmm. to um the stuff that gets us in the spooky mood yes yeah did you want to start off um, well, I think this is probably on both our lists, which is the Halloween tree. Of course it is. we've done a whole episode on, I believe. Did we? No, we we've talked about it. We've talked it, about it, but we've sure. never done like an episode on it. All right. I never remember what our episodes are on, but I know, I specifically remember us, whether it was in front of a microphone or just us gabbing off, yeah. you know, the air or whatever, we have always talked about our love for the Halloween tree. Um, I miss, I miss dark kids tales yes i agree completely i think that that's something that should come back none of this new bullshit adams family that i'm seeing Uh, every time i'm gonna see it i have to see it every time i see the commercial i just kind of roll my eyes a little bit it's just very upsetting to me it's too cutesy yeah and i've watched everything that's ever been made of the adams family that's why i have to watch even that shitty the new adams family canadian tv show which was awful unwatchable but i watched it 
Um, but like something like this that teaches kids about death and, you know, <laughs> the whole ending. We always talk about the ending of um, how they're all going to give up a year of their life to save their friend. And it's yeah. dealing with very heavy shit. And also, you know, showing, um, you know, different cultures interpretation of Halloween and, you know, that's how people deal with the dead. That's what I love about it is mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't know. It was it deals with mortality in a way that like no other kids thing kind of did at the time. Or it's one of the first things I ever saw that like talked about death in a very serious way in like a kid's entertainment. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it really fucking gets me. I love the animation in it. Like the opening with the trick or treating and everything. It just puts me in the mood immediately. It's so windy when they're in the house, you can hear everything kind of shaking from the wind. What's the name of um, (laughs) Leonard Nimoy's Um, mantra? Montroud, Montroud, yes. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. And I always said I want to see a live action version of it so bad. It would be good. Well, another one that may be on our list that is yeah. a semi-live action. Not in, it's not, I feel like it's a live action version of it. In a okay, sense. maybe we're talking, I might have that on my list. Too. I think it, we've talked about it Okay, before. yeah. And I also like talking about the Halloween tree. I also saw Scary Tales to Tell in the Dark. Oh, how was that? It's good. Is it? It, it okay. reminds, like what made me think about it is because it's, it's a PG-13 horror movie, mm-hmm. but it's very family-ish, but still kind of really dark. Well, that's the thing. I was annoyed when I heard people mention <laughs> that they were mad that it was a PG-13. I was like, it's based off a series of children's books. Yeah, it, and it it really, it tiptoes that line back and forth a lot. Mm-hmm. And like I'm like, wow, that's fucking brutal. But then it's like just a kid's movie again. Yeah. So that kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Right on. But yeah, it's going to be, I think it's going to be on coming out on video before our Halloween because half the movie takes place on Halloween. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's shot really well. I got to check it out. Yeah. I it. Yeah. I did see it chapter two recently. <clears throat> I did too. Well, it's very long. It's yeah. It's extremely long. And um, I didn't think it had a payoff at the end. Uh, nope. You're just a clown. That was when you're able to bully a fucking spirit, like evil, uh, demonic, like an spirit, ancient evil, yeah, yeah, down to whatever they bullied him down to. It was some. Bullshit. I just feel like all this stuff with the kids could have been cut out. You know, the flashback, all of that shit. Um, um, the Henry Bauer stuff could have been cut out. That led nowhere. You know, the bully stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. <coughs> uh, I, I don't know. I was. I'm half and half on that movie. And there were moments in it I definitely liked. Under the Bleachers, the scene with the little girl, is fabulous. A lot of on-screen child deaths in yeah. this one. Very surprising. Because yeah. Georgie dies off-screen in the first one. Kind of. You see kind his of. arm get ripped off. Yes. But he actually but dies off-screen. He eats a girl's face in this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then eats a kid's head in the fun in house. In the fun house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good... I mean, that's the other thing, is that there wasn't enough Pennywise in this Correct. And then when we do see him at the end, for the majority, he's in at the end the most (coughs) than he is in any other point in the movie, and it's just stupid. And Yeah, that... I mean... They did the spider like the TV movie did, Mm -hmm. and it's stupid and ridiculous in a completely different way than the TV movie was. Have you read the book? I have not. I won't read it. Do we know? Does he turn into a spider at the end of the book? I believe so. I believe that's his true form All right. It's probably better in the book. (coughs) I'm sure. (laughs) Or maybe it's not. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, like, Stephen King has a tendency to... 
write shit that really shouldn't be written sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I know there's a whole thing, too, about a turtle in the book that's yeah, got in the kids. Yeah, and... the turtle created the universe by throwing up or something. I don't know. Yeah. The, don't quote me on this stuff. Mm. I have not read the book. I'm not going to read the book. No. Um, I, adulthood is taking up way too much time <laughs> for me to read a thousand-page book. You know. Yeah. That said, I would sleep with Bill Hader, though, but that's uh, nothing new. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, not for me. I did, I did like that he was gay in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a yeah. fun little thing. Did you see? I saw this could be completely coincidental. The reference to Nightmare on Elm Street Part too. Two. I think it's. I don't think it's coincidental. You don't? No, I hope not. New I Line think it's made great. the movie. Oh, there we you go. know, yeah. um, uh, the only thing I didn't like is that it felt too much like an afterthought because, like. A lot of it felt like an afterthought of, fuck, we want to do all this cool shit with these characters, but we didn't establish any of it in the first movie. Mm-hmm. And so they had to go back and shoot all those weird flashbacks with the kids. Yeah. Where they were de-aged and they did voice replacement. and Yeah, there was something. <coughs> yeah. One of them at one point, I think the fat kid, um, I forget his name, but he looked... It looked like they CGI'd his face to make it look a little smoother. He did, they did, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, a, it was yeah. a bit much. Yeah, uh, yeah. I really like that first movie, though. I love the first movie. Yeah. I, like the, I love parts of the second definitely. one. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. All right, what, uh, what, uh, the one that I have on my list is I just watched it last night. Again, The Guest. Still haven't seen it. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's very much like it's a an 80s slasher movie meets Terminator, which kind of in itself is a slasher movie. Does it start Dan Stevens? It does start okay, Dan I'm looking Stevens. It up now. Yeah, it takes place on Halloween. There's like, there's so many little references. Oh, this is the one with the Halloween 3 masks. Yeah, it okay. has the Halloween 3 masks in the fun house, the haunted house at the end. Um, there's a scarecrow in the yard that looks like the scarecrow in the opening of Halloween 4, which is a great opening yes. credit sequence. Oh my god. Yeah, but the guest is really it's really something. Okay. Um it's borderline horror. It's more thriller than anything. Mm-hmm. If it didn't have this weird like military super soldier twist in it, not a twist, just part of the plot, it would be like a lifetime stalker movie. Yeah. But it's really well done. Music's awesome. The lighting's awesome. It's just really good. I know a lot of people that like it. Yeah, it's got got a good Halloween atmosphere to it. Mm -hmm. They carve pumpkins. (laughs) Love that. Yes. (laughs) What else do you have? Um, Mr. Boogity. Yes, Mr. Boogity's great. Yeah, I've never seen Bride of Boogity Mm -hmm. or whatever, but... um, I used to watch this shit all the fucking time. We had it taped off of um, the Disney Channel when I was yeah. a little kid, so that's the only way I saw it was on an old tape with like, all the commercials yep. and shit. And um, it's just such a fun... Halloween time, I watch a lot of like kid-related stuff. That I do, gets too. gets me in like, a spooky yep, mood. I do, too. So, um, or like haunted house type things. So this one's, you know, about the boogity man. Yeah. And... Um, Fucking this. Who is it? Is it Christy Swanson? Is that who's in it? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Who I think may be problematic these days. Probably She's, she said some some yeah questionable things I've heard happens. Yeah, but you know what? Flowers in the attic. She was really good at she that. She has sex with her brother. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this family moves into a house that's inhabited by the spirit, and the kids uh, have to stop it, and it's. 
when eight, when Disney was able to do do really cool dark kids movies, yeah, and so that's why it's got that like. Disney used to be kind of great, and Disney I hate used them to be now. But they, the shit. they yeah. used to be amazing, and yeah. used to do like something like Watcher in the Woods. That was like them mm-hmm. attempting to do something really dark, and you know. Fucked up. Did it. they do um, something wicked this way comes? They did something wicked this way comes, which is a uh, great little Halloween themed ish yep. movie. That one deserves to be on my list. I love that yeah. movie. Return to Oz is another one mm-hmm. that uh, not Halloween, but like fucked up. It's hardcore very Disney. fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So seek out early Disney, like late seventies, early seventies uh, Disney movies, uh, live action ones, because they were trying they to do something. They pushed boundaries. Yeah, yeah, they did, and now it's all fucking bullshit. Yeah, but you know. All right. Speaking of kids stuff, this one. I mean, you said that they need more more kids movies that kind of are dark. This is the closest thing I've seen to one, and it's Paranorman. I still haven't seen it. <coughs> oh, We've girl. talked about it, and yeah. I really do want to see it. It is, it's, it's so great. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's very Monster Squad-y at like like it's like a cast of like, you know, preteen and teenage kids all together. You know, they like get there, you know, through circumstance, and there's witches, there's zombies, and the witch plot by the end, it's really fucking dark mm-hmm. like child murder kind of dark okay and, and it's it's you know and i always laughed because when the movie came out all the parents made like a big fucking stink about it oh, the gay thing about the gay thing yeah. and i'm like y'all y'all aren't paying attention yeah, to what you should the be movie concerned is about <laughs> murdering a child mm-hmm. and you're concerned about the throwaway line that a character has a boyfriend yeah yeah but you know, to each their own. Man, that was the two. But it's 2000s. it's made very lovingly, like to horror movies. There, there's like really cool synth score at times. Mm-hmm. It's just very well done. It's very fall. Yeah, very fall. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, it's, maybe this year. It's. I promise <laughs> you, you'll really like it. I'm sure I would. Yeah. It's just never on my radar during this time. Yeah. Um, another thing I love, we talked about the Adams family earlier, and one of my favorite things I've ever watched every year since I was a kid is a TV special called Halloween with the new Adams family. Yes, I know what you're talking about. From the 70s, yep. and it was the cast all reunited Wednesday and Pugsley are grown up, and they're having a masquerade party, and it's this whole, like, there's people trying to break into the Adams family house mm-hmm. and stuff, but it's just that, like, stupid, like, 70s, like, shtick, yeah. and, like, classic like the tv it's like the tv show which i love yes um and it's a color which is a lot of fun and very cheaply done <laughs> and uh yeah i just love carolyn jones and john astin so obviously much. john astin yep so yeah halloween with the new adams family okay i have on here i don't know if you've ever seen this one cry wolf i don't it know it's from i believe it's from 2005 um, it's technically a teen slasher film, but not really. It's it's about a serial killer on uh, a prep school campus during the week of Halloween. Okay. And it's shot in, I want to say, Georgia in the fall. So it is like leaves are popping left and right. It is yeah. gorgeous to look at. Okay. But it's also just like a fun little kind of whodunit. I remember the cover. 
I never saw the movie. Like, I got it's con- such a misleading cover. Like, I don't want to give too much away. It's it's not so much a slasher film as it is a really cool little thriller. Okay. You know? And it's got a re- not. I don't like... I like the main character, the girl, a lot. She's mm-hmm. very kind of bitchy and in power, but in control of herself. Yeah. You got... Like, if you see it, you'll know what I'm talking gotcha. about. It's very well done. I think um, we got a Jared Padalecki in it. We got a Jared Padalecki. We have a Bon Jovi in it. No shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll yeah. watch that. Oh, and Gary Cole. Yes, Gary Scrummy. Cole is plays the father in it with a British accent. Ooh, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah. But I it's very it's in its time because it has a lot to do with AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah. Um, not a lot to do, but it, it, but they it play factors up on into it. it. Yeah. It's like when, I mean, who watches Halloween Resurrection really this time of year? Yeah. But the whole chat room thing yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the, her the palm pilot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's always unfortunate that a movie <laughs> dates itself that Badly, much. Yeah. like really badly, yeah. Uh, what else do you have? By the way, when you said Cry Wolf, um, and I wasn't sure if I saw it, and I was thinking of, because I didn't want to embarrass myself, but I was thinking of Cursed. Oh, yeah, I, I kind of like Curse. I like Curse too, yep. but I was thinking of a legitimate wolf movie. Yeah, nope. Um, what else do I have on my <clears> list? <throat> well, one that's like a classic horror movie, but um, I love watching in October because it is very, very creepy, is uh, Carnival of Souls. I love Carnival of Souls, mm-hmm. yes. And it's not, It's I think it's California, <laughs> right? I think it's shot. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's California. Yeah. So it doesn't have that fall feel to it, but the black and white and like the very ghoulish, like man that's coming after her. It's always, if you haven't seen Carnival of Souls, then I mean, I don't know because it's such a classic movie. And it's short too. And it's short. Watch it. It's just give it a go and watch it with the lights out. There's a movie that kind of ripped it off a little bit that I still love watching with Eliza Dushku called Soul Survivors. Um, I don't know if I've seen this. I've this, seen Soul Survivor. No, this is Soul Survivors. Gotcha. Um, Casey Affleck's in it. He's problematic now. It was. Melissa Sage Miller. Uh, problematic. So. <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the reason why I, it's not a great movie, but again, it takes place in the fall. Yeah. And I can't. I can't express to you how much it gets me into the fall mood. Like it is such a moody little movie, mm-hmm. but it's very Carnival of Souls. Okay, um, like more updated kind of a thing. I'm looking at the stills from it now, and I'm very into the idea of this movie, especially yeah. the poster, which is very that early late '90s, early 2000s scream. Yeah, of course, poster. and it's not that movie at all. No, like you know, it just has a very attractive cast, and it, Angela Featherstone is in it. Mm-hmm. And she plays this, like, really creepy, like, emo Butch Dyke. Yeah. So it's worth it kind of for that alone. All right. Yeah. And she, it. she's, like, dating Eliza Dishku. Watch it. It's, All right. It's weird. It's fucking weird. I'll add it to the list. Yeah. Seeing yeah. a poster like that gives me, like, warm fuzzies of, like, thinking about watching I, yeah, horror same, movies during that same. time. Yeah. Even if it's not that type of movie. Yeah. An urban legend, of, and I know what you did yep. last summer. Yeah. But, I mean, mm-hmm. like, it's made in that time period, so it kind of still has that little bit of sheen on it. Yes. But it feels a little bit more down and dirt. It, it feels like another movie that I'm going to mention, Cherry Falls. 
I was when you yes. were saying this shit just now. I started thinking of Cherry Falls. <laughs> I fucking love Cherry Falls, <sighs> and that that feels cold to me. Yep, I was just thinking of cold to me. adorable little Brittany Murphy's like uh, fuzzy hat yes, that she's wearing yeah, with the ears yeah. on it. I think when I when we describe that movie as when we did that episode on. Oh, I was like, it's um, it's screams, gay punk rock cousin or something yeah. like that. It's very. Very that. <laughs> yep. Of that era, but a little more dangerous and self-aware. Yeah, it's more, I, I can't just, it just. I mean, Scream's pretty self-aware, it's but. It's got an attitude to it, yes. you know, and it's got this real, it's made by a crazy Australian man and you can kind of tell, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's dark and moody and has a great killer reveal. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. I avoided that movie for so long because I heard that, you know, the hack job that it yeah, got, unfortunately, unfortunately so I was like, yeah. oh, it's probably shit. I mean, not that I don't watch shit anyway. Yes, I don't know yeah. why I was trying to act like, oh, I don't watch that. Yeah. But um, I only watch great cinematic masterpieces. Yeah, exactly. By the way, I just saw a movie called Let My Puppets Come, which is the first and only puppet porn, I believe. Speaking of I was going to say... What um, are they coming? <laughs> like coming? I'll show you a video. Later. Okay, good. Um, it's good. quite good. But um, anyway, um, but yeah, and then I watched it, and I was like, oh, this is really fucking fun. And yeah, cute. it's and cool. Yeah, I mean, it could benefit more probably from more like on-screen violence. Of course, and that's it, what they—that the was the problem. intention, unfortunately. But in the end, it's still a fun, and fun it, movie. It just doesn't. You know, I mean, obviously the plot is that they're killing virgins, so it it flips that around. But it also, like, Brittany Murphy isn't this, like... She's not a Nev Campbell or a Rose McGowan. she's, like, kind of... I don't know how to describe her. She's, like, this this cool fucking chick, you know? She's someone I would have been friends with in high school. That's the thing, like... Jennifer Love Hewitt and people like that. It's like, oh, that's the pretty you know, girl. The pretty girl, yeah. but she's she's supposed to be like the girl next door, but she's Hollywood. Yeah. Brittany Murphy was like somebody who you could legit like see yourself hanging out with. Absolutely. And I like I did hang out with chicks like that yeah. in high school. So yeah, I mean Cherry Falls is it's great. If you haven't seen it, it's great. Like find it. Yeah. You can only get it on hard copy, but the Blu-ray's pretty great. Mm-hmm. You can probably get it at a good price now. Yeah. Support Brittany Murphy. Yeah. What else do you have? Um, Hell Night. Oh, yeah. yeah that Ms. is Linda Hall- Blair. Ms. Linda Blair. That yeah. is a Halloween movie. It is a Halloween movie. Um, I love that it's a supernatural movie. Kind of? Sense. Yeah. He's a killer, but like there's fun like ghost trickery and yes, shit in there. Yeah. Um, Almost like a House on Haunted Hill. Kind exactly. Of, yeah. Which is also on my list. We'll get into that. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah. But yeah, Hell Night's just a really fun romp. I love, um... Obviously, early 80s teen movies. This is a fraternity prank yes. gone awry um, where they have to spend the night in a haunted mansion. Quote, unquote, haunted mansion. Quote, unquote, haunted yeah. mansion where there's actually a deranged, deformed serial killer mm-hmm. lurking about and actually murdering people. And Linda Blair is in it um, acting. It's got great set design, it great costume does. design. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't the director a weirdo? Is he? I don't know. I feel like I've heard his name, like, kind of... Who directed it? Let me look it up real quick. I want to know now. Yeah. I uh, may be mixing him up with the director of Savage, Savage Streets. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah. Because um, that director who did Savage Streets did um, Friday 13th Part 5. Yes. He did, like, porn and shit like that. Yeah, I which think is that's fine. Who, yeah, which is fine. I'm not, <laughs> you know. 
The director of Hell Knight, though, did do... I know, he did do... He's uncredited on Savage Street, so he stepped in to fix gotcha. the movie. Well, he also directed um, Reform School Girls. Ooh, and, that's a classic. Yes. Oh, he only did Angel uh, 3. He didn't do the first Angel, never mind. <laughs> but he did a movie called Chatterbox that I love about a woman with a talking vagina. Oh, so, I um, was just looking at that and wondering what the fuck was the Chatterbox. It's really good. It's got Rip Taylor in it, R.I.P. He just died. Yes, he did. Yeah, um, it's a fun time. Okay, but anyway, Hell Knight. Yeah, Hell Knight's great. Um, so I have on here Lords of Salem. Oh yes, how did I forget about that? I don't one? know, oh. but Lords of Salem is, in my opinion, it's Rob Zombie's best movie. Yeah, I put it up there. I, it's I my it's, favorite. I'll it's say. my favorite. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's moody. I don't care that it kind of doesn't make any sense. Like, I mean, it, it kind of does. I don't think it doesn't make. It's sense. It's a fever dream. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it has. It, it's fairly consistent. Yeah, it just goes all over the yeah. place in the process. But I don't. It's think, very dreamlike. Yeah. Like I don't. It's just very. I don't, it's so moody to me. I just like to watch it and relax, and it's. I don't know. It's a quiet movie, which is such a change for him because, you know, in all his other movies... Uh, Everybody's always screaming. Screaming and, and screaming fuck at each other. And this yeah. one is like, there's almost no swearing. It's very low performances. Yep. The score is just like, ooh, makes me relax and puts yep. me in a mood. I love the witches. The like, witches are... song that they play. song is so good. The design of them is so good. Like the prosthetics and the body paint on them. Yep. Oh, and Meg Foster. Meg Foster. Just so fucking great. She's so creepy in that movie. Yeah. Like beyond. Yeah. And what I love, I've never met her at any of these conventions, but she's supposedly like the sweetest fucking woman. Yeah. And I yeah. love that she is so terrifying. Talking in this about movie. the juices. <laughs> the juices flowing between their legs. And speaking of the juices, yeah. fucking Patricia Quinn, D. Wallace, and Judy Geeson are all so that, fucking great. They play off each other so well. And obviously, they didn't get along on set. And I think that plays into it very well. Yes. Like, you know, like the sisterly bickering that they yeah, have is I yeah. think legitimate. It's so good. Yep. Yeah. And I like I don't know, I just appreciate that Rob Zombie takes all these people that only weirdos like us will know who they are. When I saw Patricia Quinn was stars, when I know? saw Patricia Quinn was gonna be in a movie yeah, again, I was yeah, so yeah. excited, let alone a Rob Zombie movie. And what I like, I also like when um because people love like oh, House of a Thousand Corpses and yeah. Devil's Rejects, which I, I love, love those, those too. Yeah. But um, Lures of Salem is a, like a dark character study. Yeah, and so is Halloween Two, which is the other one. People That's another hate. one on my list yep. for this one because that movie is. I don't know. It's I. It gives me a Halloween vibe. It's you know? very cold. People hate, and I've seen a little more love throughout the years. Yes. Of people kind of. Coming out of the closet of actually being like, well, this is kind of cool. And yeah. Like, you know, once they separate, you know, the fact that it's not John Carpenter's Halloween. Yeah. You know, like. I mean, everybody's going to be fucking gooshing all over. What is it? Halloween Kills. Yeah. And. and okay. <laughs> so I tried watching Halloween 2018 again because mm-hmm. it's on HBO. I don't like it. No. I just don't like it. No. I'm sorry. It's not that good. No, it's not. The podcaster subplot is fucking stupid. The doctor is fucking The doctor stupid. is the worst fucking thing in that yeah. whole movie. There's a lot of things I have problems with. I don't like the teens. No. They don't need nope. to be there. No. Nope. You're they're trying to make too many movies. Yeah. And they only I mean, 
I'm going to sound like typical, but just make it about Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. That's all I want to see. That's all people want. That's all people wanted to see. Yeah. Yeah. And then now they're going to be fucking bringing in like, um, Lindsay Wallace, Lindsay Wallace into the next Tommy one. Doyle, yeah. fucking the nurses come. I, I don't mean I don't mind that Nancy Stevens coming back. She, yeah, yeah. But, I mean we all know. And like really Lonnie Lon- Lamb is coming back. Like the no. kid, you know, Lonnie gets oh, your yeah. ass. Like it's just so. I don't need to know what happened to all these people. I hate when it's everything's a nudge to fans. Yeah, and because then it's distracting. Well, we talked about this when we talked about that movie last year. That movie. That movie. <laughs> um, and this is, it might, I didn't hate it when we saw it. I was just kind of underwhelmed when we saw I it. I was just so excited for it. Yeah, and it turned so out to be down. like fine, you know? Yeah. Um, things that I've hated, like going back to it. You know, you they referenced the sequels that they're ignoring so much. Mm-hmm. And it's like, either ignore them or don't. Yeah. You know, stop giving nudges to all these sequels. I've seen these movies 20 times yeah. each. I know I know what you're referencing. Yeah. Don't and it's, fucking it's do it. It's not fucking It's distracting. Cute. It's so distracting because you are telling us that those movies don't exist. Yeah. So stop referencing them. Yep. And, of course, now set photos leaked that, you know. Haddonfield Hospital. Haddonfield Memorial Hospital. You, you ignored that movie. Yep. You don't get to reference it. Yep. <laughs> What was the other thing I was going to bring up from that from that remake? I can't remember. Something else pissed me off. Oh, how their whole thing was like, we're going to ignore the sequels because by part two, Michael is becoming, you know, a monster and yeah. not a human. And then in this one, he fucking stomps on a cop's head and smashes it. And yeah. And carves a jack- jack-o'-lantern out of one's face. In like two in minutes. In like two minutes. Yeah. Like, so he's a superhuman at this yep. point. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And it's, it's fine. Just don't, don't go around touting that like you're the real sequel don't talk and, shit yeah. about the other movies that people hold so near and yeah, dear because i love all the sequels i do too yeah i mean uh, no resurrection but resurrection i forget about yeah but i love halloween one two and h2o yeah and i love four, four five, five and six. six and i love part three yeah those are three yeah. <laughs> different sets yeah. of movies yeah. i just i don't know i've tried watching 2018 is just it's not a fun movie to me. No. You know, all the other ones are fun. You know, people can criticize five all they want. That movie flies by yeah. to me. You know, it's five is just it's fun. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, Tina. <laughs> Tina's a nightmare. Yeah. I really love six. I do too. The more as That's years the most go by. Fall movie the most fall movie. And also like the older I get <laughs> and the more I watch six, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just enjoying myself. Yeah. When I saw it as a kid, I hated it. And I like both versions. I like the I theatrical. Do too. I, honestly, I, like I the only watched the producer's cut and I want to watch the theatrical this I'm going to watch the theatrical this year. because You get the exploding head. Yeah. You get the, you get fucking, the crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. You get that fucking ridiculous ending that looks like a fucking oh, new metal video. Together. Yeah. 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 Um, Fucking set of a corn video. Yeah. The fetuses in jars <laughs> yeah. and everything. I love it. Whatever. Like the green goo coming from Michael's yep. face. Yeah. Off screen off screen uh Lumens. Donald Pleasant's yeah. death. <laughs> <laughs> the rage. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch that tonight. I 
I feel like I have to watch it soon. Mm-hmm. I was gonna. I watched H two O yesterday while I was writing. You I know, just to have H2O. something on in the back. And like, I mean, we saw H two on the big screen. I was last gonna year. say that was one of my favorite things last year was seeing the first one on thirty five yep. in a very old like grind. Felt great. Print. Yeah. And then H two O again on a print in a but, sold out theater. In a sold out theater with people who were legitimately excited because I thought they were like because like I thought people fans were gonna could be so like it. shitty yeah. sometimes. Yeah. You know and like. Just like oh, they could be so oh, hollow it, scream, you know. They can yeah. just enjoy something, yes, yeah. sometimes. But um, people were laughing at all LL Cool J yeah. shit, yeah. and they were fucking like cheering when Jamie Lee was they fighting were, back at it, the end. The theater exploded into clapping when she chopped his head off yep. at the end. It felt so good to see it in that atmosphere. And as far as I'm concerned, that is the end to the series. Yes, I agree. None of this. 2018 H40 uh, as I like to call H40, it H40 yeah um, no resurrection Ooh, it resurrection. ends at H2O uh, I don't resurrection is fucking bleak man yeah yeah but Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 that's how we got on the tangent yes I, believe. Well, I we love, can't talk about one without yeah, talking about I them love the I love the I love H2 yeah. I mean I I like his Halloween I want to go back and rewatch it. I yeah. know I'm not going to be wowed by anything, no, but no, I just haven't seen it in a long time. It's nothing to be wowed by, but I think his H2 is so fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. I and love the whole, per- like, the Halloween festival yeah, that's taking place. Yeah, and it's like the one thing, that, like, everyone's like, oh, but that's not Michael Myers. Yeah, I get it. But it's not it's your not, Michael Myers. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Do you want something like the shitty fucking Nightmare on Elm Street remake where it's it was just like a poor excuse for, like, the other movie, you yeah. know? Just, he did something different with it. Mm-hmm. Go with it. Yeah. It's good. I don't, I didn't want the same fucking movie as a remake. That's, yeah. Yeah? Because when... What's the point at that point? When they were promoting it, when it first came out, and I was like, okay, Halloween <laughs> 2, and I'd seen the, his first reimagining, yeah. but how it becomes just a shot-for-shot shot remake at the end. Yeah, that's the worst part of that movie. Yeah. yeah. And then when I was seeing in the trailers, like, the hospital stuff, I was like, oh, he's just shooting yeah. a remake of part two. And then when I finally saw it, it was so much more and yeah. so much better Yeah, and Danielle that. Harris is so good in it. <sighs> it's so tragic. I know. Oh, oh, it's so sad. Yeah. But no, H2O, it's, it's so cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was shot on 16 millimeters, so it just looks It's grainy. Dirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Fucking Margot Kidder is in it. Yes. She's in more of, like, deleted stuff, correct? If you watch the... I think the director's cut is the only one that's available now. Yes. She's got a bigger role in the director's cut. Okay. Because I think in the theatrical cut, she was only in, like, one scene. And now she's in, like, two or three scenes. Gotcha. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like, the the director's cut is obviously the way to go on that. Well, yes, Because that's because Lori dies in that one. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know if I've ever seen the theatrical cut, actually. Um, it's... It's interesting. I want to see it just to like for yeah. purposes of comparing. Yeah, but yeah. Like I said, I've only I, ever seen directors. I I don't know where you can find it nowadays because yeah. I'll it, find an old DVD. Yeah, like I feel like that's the only way you could see it. Yeah, because uh, they the preferred cut is the director's cut, just like the first Halloween. Yeah. his first Halloween. Yeah. the director's cut is the preferred cut. Yes, but yeah, H two O was just a cool like cold movie. Yes, and oh, it's just gonna be the feels and mm-hmm. all the Halloween decorations in it and. Lori's fucking mental breakdown. It's so good. Yeah, like it's a, it's a hard, it's a tough movie. Yeah, 
Yeah. But I think he does good with the people going through yeah, trauma. trauma. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's a, like, you know, finally a horror sequel shows us what, what happens to these people. Exactly. You know? All right, what did you have next? Oh, God, let me open up my phone because we went on a tangent. We did, yeah. <laughs> we, that was my tangent from Lords of Salem. Um, let's see. Well, I watch a lot of anthology movies during yeah. this time of year, too. So one that I just saw on the big screen was Creep Show, which I had seen yeah. so many times before. It's still good, though. But I love watching it, and it has the... Halloween wraparound segment. Yep. So that's always fun. Yeah. That's why I, I always forget that the wraparound takes place on Halloween with yeah. Tom Atkins. Yep. That's yeah. why I gotta watch it every year now yeah. that I remember. But you got Mother's Day or Father's Day is so much Father's fun. Father's Day is so good. The yep. great with Adrian Barbeau. Mm-hmm. Um and then I love Creep Show too, even. <sighs> I like it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have as good of stories. No, but and the it's hitchhiker. short. There's only three stories as opposed to five. The Hitchhiker and the Raft are really fun. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, that Indian thing is not the best. It's fine. It's I'm fine. glad that it's the first one. Yeah, I get so it out of the way. I always loved The Raft. The Raft was, is That was my great. favorite when I was a kid. And The Hitchhiker is really fun. The, the woman in it. Yes. You're losing it, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so the other one I had, maybe this is the one you're talking about as a remake of Halloween Tree, Boys in the Trees? Yes, it is. Okay. Not a remake, but like the closest thing we have to a live action version at this point. It's got that feeling in it of like the mythos of the dead, you know, and a weird kind of queer relationship between the two main characters. Um, I think we called it like a low-key gay love story, Mm -hmm. like a supernatural love story. Yeah. And it's just so heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I remember my the feeling in my stomach when it the ending happened. I was just like, oh god. Well, I feel like because uh, I had seen it before we did the episode on it, and I remember telling you I was like, it's gonna drag a little bit, but just get to the ending. Yeah, yeah. And ending like every time, like halfway through, I'm like, well, this movie's a little long. Mm-hmm. And then the ending hits, and I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> so worth it. <laughs> Is this still on Netflix? Yeah, I okay. think it is. Yeah, everyone should check that one out. Yes. It is a moody little... I. It's, it's not a horror movie. It, but it's like a dramatic thriller. Yeah. There's some creepy scenes in it. It's um, got a really good atmosphere. Great Halloween atmosphere to yeah. it. It's just like, just a touching little heartbreaking story yeah. uh, about teenage boys and, yeah. you know. Touching each other. Yeah, well, probably. Maybe. Yeah. I think they did at one point. Yeah. Like Jennifer's Body. You know. You know how it goes. But that could be two good movies to watch back to I would I would recommend that as a double yeah, feature. That's a good yeah, double feature. that's a you know, you got this a feminist kind of version mm-hmm. of it, and then you have Boys in the Trees. Yeah. yeah do that. It started early though. Yes. 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 Boys in the Trees is long, it just doesn't feel long, right? It's an hour and fifty minutes. I okay, think. that's not too bad. Yeah. I thought it was longer because it was for TV, right? No. Oh, okay. No, it was just an Australian film. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So it got released, it only got released uh, in Netflix here first. I don't know if it ever came out on like hard copy DVD. Gotcha. And then it has that amazing song during the end credits. Yes. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Would you have anything else? Um, I don't think so. Everything, nope. Everything is covered. Yeah. And of course we have like our go-to, like the first Halloween, of course. Yes. Um... I watched that with my roommate, Kevin. He had never seen the original movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he had seen little clips of it here and there. He'd seen 
lots of pieces of the sequels. He'd seen a lot of Halloween 5, like yeah. AMC Fairfest. Yeah. And so, you know, he was like, oh, let's watch a scary movie tonight. So I brought up all the movies um, that I watched during Halloween, including yeah. a lot of these ones we've talked about. And I said, well, pick one. And he was going back and forth between Halloween and Trick or Treat. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, which one should we watch? And I was like, well, it's up to you. I go, Trick or Treat is a fun movie. It's very quick. It's got the most Halloween atmosphere of any movie ever made. Mm-hmm. And I go, Halloween is Halloween, you know? It's, it's Halloween. Yeah. And so he goes, oh, he goes, I really should watch Halloween because I've never seen it. I was like, you've never seen it? Then we're definitely <laughs> watching it. Yeah. And he was terrified, like literally screaming, fuck, 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 holding his pillow because Michael Myers terrifies him so much. Yep. And every time that he was like in the background, you know, uh, you know, when um, um, Annie's on the phone and he disappears yep. like the door, like he was like, fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Last year, because um, I've seen these movies since I was like eight years yeah, old. Yeah, I've been so, watching Halloween since I was seven. So Michael Myers is not like... And don't get me wrong, I had nightmares. Oh, yes, when I but was like... seven, yeah. You know, now it's like I watch the movies and I know exactly what's happening, yeah. so it doesn't affect me. But last year when I was in Atlanta for Halloween and we went to this like haunted like woods yeah. and they had... Um, you turn a corner and at the end of like this patch of woods is Michael Myers just standing down the way, yeah. just staring at you. Oh, terrifying. And it was that moment I was like, oh, I get why he is so scary. Yeah. This is a frightening moment right now. I got it because um, I go to Trail of Terror every mm-hmm. year in Wallingford. I love the Trail of Terror. And they, the past few years, they've had a Halloween maze little part. Mm-hmm. And Michael Myers in it is terrifying he comes out of the closet at you he'll wait at they have like the laundry room there so he'll be staring at you through the laundry room window and i went with kevin two years ago and kevin ran out of there screaming (laughs) screaming and michael myers saw him coming from like a mile away so he cornered him in the laundry room it was fucking amazing you can't show any fear to haunt attraction no that's when they go after you they'll go after you yep the only thing that scares me at those is the leather face. Right? I can't deal with a chainsaw. Hearing it makes my heart sink into my fucking yep. butt when I hear that chainsaw. Yep. I'm like, no, I can't do it again. Yep. I can't do it. <laughs> I remember one time I threw Katina in front of me <laughs> at Leatherface. <laughs> Did Leatherface have to help her up? No, no. <laughs> that was not the idea. She of was like, thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, do you have any like any plans? Like, would you? Are there any other movies you plan on watching this Halloween season that you haven't seen yet? Um, I'm trying to watch a bunch that I haven't seen yeah. this year. Nothing of like real particular like nope. Yeah. Um, but just kind of stuff that seems like it's like a weird thing, but like stuff that seems like something you would catch on like late night I get TV. It. I get. You what know what saying. I mean? Yeah. Like just something that's stupid and creepy and fun. Well, I do recommend you watch Hellfest. Yes. Which takes place at almost like a you know how Lake Compounds has their Yes. Her, their Terror Halloween in the Woods or something. Yeah, this is kind of like it takes place at like this traveling amusement park that's like all haunted mazes and mm-hmm. shit like that. And it 
so fucking like like a rad little slasher. Okay. Like I can't believe it was made in 2018 because it feels like doesn't feel like a scream movie, but it feels like it feels older than 2018. It feels like like 2005 ish. It would have been released like yeah. not quite a scream slasher, but still in that kind of a vein mm-hmm. of the teens and whatnot. But it takes place on Halloween. Yeah. It's got a really cool killer. Um, there's some fun deaths. The characters are actually pretty likable, mm-hmm. like shockingly likable, except for one. I'm not going to ruin oh, it. I'll figure it You'll out. You'll know I'm exactly sure. it when they come on screen. Copy that. Yeah. There's. And, oh, go on. No, I was going to say I saw another one that's similar to it called Haunt. It's brand new. Okay. And this one is like if Hellfest had a quarter of the budget and was just a little more fucked up. Okay. It's um, these kids go to like a little haunted house in the middle of the woods. Like it's in like an old factory kind of a thing. And, you know, um, their attractions are kind of real. You know, they get hurt. Mm-hmm. And it's this like group of weird cult members that are doing it. And they all have like weird deformity. It's just like a really seedy kind of fucked up version of it nice. that I really recommend to people. It's not amazing, but it, it's a fun <clears throat> movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty badass. All right. Um, I just picked up one recently that is like a lost movie. Okay. Um, it's called scary movie. It's from 1991. I know exactly what scary movie with is. John Hawks. Yeah. Winter's bone. Have you seen yes, it? I have not seen it. Um, I started watching it. I was too tired the other night, yeah. so I fell asleep. It is um, very low budget. Yes. Um, it drags a little bit, but it's got a lot of really fun moments. And I think the fact it was shot, I, it was completed in 1991. It yeah. looks a lot older than it really is. Um, but it's got this, it takes place in a haunted house attraction on Halloween night in yep. a like, southern town. And um, this guy, John Hawks, is terrified of... He's just a scaredy cat. He's afraid of everything. And then there's a fucking escaped killer hiding out in the... Uh, the haunt house. Yeah. Killing people. And um, I just... It's just got that, like, homegrown, like, very... Um, from what I've been seeing so far. It's, like, very sticky. Um, it's very poorly done. Obviously. But it has a yeah. lot of fun things about it. Where'd you so. find it? Um, it just came out on Blu-ray, oh. so I was able to get a cheap copy. Who put it out? Uh, AGFA, American Genre Film Archive. Mm. Yeah. Are they a new? They're kind of new. Okay. They're doing a lot of stuff with, like, they're putting out a lot of the old Something Weird video yeah. titles and stuff. They're doing a lot of stuff like that. Also, a movie that I have never seen that I'm going to watch this year, I'm going to promise to myself, is The Midnight Hour. Oh, mm-hmm. I love The Midnight Hour. Everybody always posts about it, and I have it never seen it. such a cute, kitschy, weird TV movie. Yeah. You know? And it's... There's dance numbers in it. Like, yeah. it's so strange, it but it's looks, so good. It looks like so much fun, and I don't know why I, I had... I feel like it was just hard to find for it so was, long. I mean, it's still... It doesn't It's exist. not available, you gotta so watch, you got to watch it on, on YouTube. YouTube. yeah. But the fact that I now know I can watch it on YouTube, I'm going to watch yeah, it this I year. I love that. That's one that I would... I, when we used to make movies for Chiller, I used to pitch that as a remake all the time, mm-hmm. just because it's such a fun premise you know it's not hardcore horror but it's not a family movie like there's deaths in it you know and it's like the kind of movie where you can't you know i 
we always talk about, I love a movie that doesn't fit into any specific genre. Yes. Like a Hello, Mary Lou. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like that, where it's like, well, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like, is it a serial killer movie? Is it a zombie movie? Is it a vampire movie? Is it a witch movie? And the answer is yes. Yes. To all of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love it. But it's such a fucking rad little movie. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot about it. I got to watch it this year. Yeah, People <laughs> always post, and they're like, I have to, you know, it's my annual viewing of the Midnight Hour. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, my God, I can't no, wait to watch it this year. And the thing is, like, it's not brilliant. It's just, like, a fun it's movie. It's just fun. It's a fun movie. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that I'm very much looking forward to. Good. Let me know when you watch it. I will. Yeah. Yeah. The, the musical number is great. <laughs> I've seen the musical number. Yeah, 100%. Obviously. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I can't wait to see the whole movie. <laughs> good, yeah. good, yeah. I'm going to try to, I mean, i got to watch my go-tos, obviously, the ones we list, listed today. Yes. I've been trying to find, like, newer ones to watch, but it's like, what's worth my time? Well, that's you know? the thing. During this time of year, it's like, I feel like I have to cram so much into it. Short yeah, and it's like I end. almost don't want to risk watching something new that's probably going to be shitty. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's how I feel about things mm-hmm. these days. I gotta go with my old standbys. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Just I don't want to have a disappointing October. So yeah. you got to have your standbys. But yeah, like I mean, do you have any fun plans? Do you? Not the moment. I'm yeah. trying to figure out what people are doing. I yeah. think I have a good idea for a costume, but it's very. Um, in the early stages of, oh, okay, so I okay. think about that. I always a have more. a few like ideas in my head, and then I decide at the last possible That's fucking the thing. second. It's always yeah. something that I already kind of yep. have in my closet that I'm able to throw together. Quick. Yeah, and that's and like, then go to like the Rite Aid and pick out like face paint. I just wish that I would decide something early and actually put effort into it because. Like I did, you know, I did that Chucky one last year and I threw that together in literally an hour and I think it came out good. Sometimes that's the best way to go about doing something. I love my girlhood references, which is not her name anymore on uh, Instagram. Oh, but I can't what's help wrong with her? <laughs> I don't know. I think she may have gotten shit for it or something. Yeah, because she's white. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Um, but <laughs> one year she was asking me. She was like, "I don't know what I'm going to be this year for Halloween." And I go, well, "How about you be?" Because we love vampires. Yeah. And I, so I was like, "How about you be a vampire?" And she goes, "I've only been that every fucking year for the last five years, girl." And to, to be fair, when she goes out, she looks like a vampire. That's the anyway, thing. That's why yeah, I'm always like, how yeah. about you be a vampire? Just put some fangs in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Which I saw what we do in the shadows recently. That was very it's a fun funny. movie. That's a yeah. very funny movie. Very dry. Yeah, obviously. I very, like, very yeah. Like no, that. I like that one a lot. Yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> it is. I like the Nosferatu vampire. Yes. And mm, Jermaine. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Sexy. Yeah. There was something about him. Yep. Have you heard his singing voice too? Oh, yeah. I used to watch Fly of the Concords. Uh, like, yeah. I. I I've seen Moana once, but I listened to his song. Oh, he's in Moana? He's like the, he's this giant crab. <laughs> and he, he sings in it, and it's great. Which, by the way, have you seen the commercial for The Little Mermaid Live? Yes. Do you know who's playing uh, Sebastian? Shaggy. Yes. Yeah. What a time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> the man who um, sang about um, not getting caught fucking... Someone on the bathroom floor. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Yeah. Is now Sebastian in Little Mermaid Live. Do you know what that thing, what Little Mermaid Live is? It's not what you think it is. I have no idea. They're like playing the movie and then they're having live performances to the songs. 
Oh. Yeah, it's not like a green It's not slide. the stage play. No, no, I wish it was. Well, that's going to be a disaster. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but we'll have a So, look. I'm going to be watching TV and watch The Little Mermaid, and then as, as soon as Ariel opens her mouth, I'm going to have some other actress I, singing the song? I mean, yes, but I don't know, like, how they're incorporating the movie into everything. Um, the description said that it's going to be like a one of a kind, like multimedia experience. It's going to be a one of a kind because they're going to realize they're never going to do it. They're going to fucking do it again. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah. Well, then I'm going to watch it to see what a disaster it is. Just like when we watched that, um, Sound of Music. Sound of Music. (laughs) I just said Dark Hall. (laughs) Woof, man. Right. That one was awful. You almost wish the Nazis would win. Yeah. No, we never want that. Yeah. And um, yeah, but um I, I liked Grease Live. Grease Live is fine. Yeah. I didn't watch Jesus Christ Superstar, but everybody said that how much they loved it. It was fun, one. yeah. yeah. It's it kinda crazy. Yeah. You know? Um, what are some of the other ones they've done? Rent was uh was that the one with Valentina? Poor Valentina. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> Pheromone just stayed at my friend's hotel in Florida. Did she? Yes, she did. Oh, wow. She's very nice, and she loves Stella Artois. She ripped my shirt off at the Haters Roast Raw. Did she? Yeah, during the pre-show. There we go. You can see it if you rent the Haters Roast Oh, that's right. It was pay-per-view, right? It was pay-per-view, yeah, yeah. So what happened was I went with Kevin, and um, I got very intoxicated there because this was not long. This was in July. Mm-hmm. Not long. I was still dealing with the aftermath. Yes. Yeah, it was um, around my birthday. And so we had a lot. We had cocktails beforehand at the meet and greet. Mm-hmm. And Kevin tipped the bartender very well. So she was making us triples. And oh, yeah, and you know me and liquor. Like, yeah. I've gotten a little better, but I still can't, I can't drink, you know? And so, you know, Kevin was feeling his fucking oats. And so he gets up and, um, uh, Roxy and Pheromone are like, oh, like, uh, uh, oh, like he had like a shirt button popped or something like, like, oh, you know, you just take the whole shirt off and you might as well. And so Kevin rips his shirt off. Of course. This is all on fucking live (laughs) pay-per-view. And then I'm going, I go, my abs are better than his, you know, just like drunk as fuck. And they're like, and you turned into the white girls. Yeah. Yeah. Pheromone <laughs> comes over. She goes, well, then get up and prove it. And she rips my shirt off. So, yeah, that was interesting. Well, that's fun. Yeah, it was very fun. Did you rent it afterwards? I did see? not. But it is. I have literally somebody who I'm friends with on Facebook. who I don't know in real life. It's just like he was gay and friended me on Facebook. Um, the, years ago, yes. so like I've ha- like had interactions with mm-hmm. him. He messages me while I'm at the show. He goes, "Did I just see your abs on live pay per view?" <laughs> Whoop, that's me. Yeah, and I also had Willem tell me during the meet and greet. She was um, she was sitting on the floor, and when I walked up, I was wearing a blue shirt, and so she goes, "Oh my god, your eyes are popping!" Because <laughs> I always wear blue to make my eyes pop. Yes. And so when they took the picture, she wrapped her arms around my leg and she said, I love being on my knees for you. (laughs) (laughs) What a class. Nothing makes a gal feel special like Willem telling you she loves being on her knees for you. (laughs) Especially when I was feeling some type of way in my life at that moment. So thank you, Willem. It was exactly what I needed. (laughs) And then fucking Renee 
Olsted commented on that. Yes, I. She was that. like, she was like my two favorites. I was like, thank you. I miss her. I do too. Love. She watches my Instagram stories. All Does the she? Time. Yeah. Good. I'm like, oh, she like still follows us. Mm-hmm. Bless her heart. Yeah. She was one of the good ones. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of movies we've worked on, I made Kevin watch Dead Souls. Ooh, that is a fun one. Yeah, I did like that. One. I recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote it, but I recommend yeah. it. It is spooky. It's spooky. I didn't yeah. work on it, no. so I can say that I actually yeah. do enjoy it's, it. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. If you're looking for like a little weird, spooky ghost movie, check out Dead Souls. Mm-hmm. Like I was shocked. I'm like, hey, this isn't half bad. Pick up the double feature Blu-ray. Yeah, of Dead Souls with and, a, uh, five senses. Five of fear. senses of fear. Yeah. yeah, a double dose of Doolin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Triple D. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of Guy Fieri. Oh, I don't know that. He's eating food on it all the time. Gotcha. Diners, drives, and dives. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Or you can watch Triple G, which is the Guy's only, grocery. Games. The only thing I watch on the Food Network is Halloween Wars. Oh, I hate Halloween Wars. I, ha- I love Halloween Wars. <laughs> Aaron Samuels needs to take a chill pill. That's um, Jonathan okay. Bennett. Yeah, yeah, he hosts it. Yeah. Man, he's on eleven the whole time. Yeah, that's yeah. another reason I'm. Yeah. I'm not into cooking competition shows unless it's the Great British Bake Off. Yeah, I do want to see though. I hear that there's a Thanksgiving challenge that they oh. did a few years back with um, Bobby Flay, Alton Brown, Giada De Laurentiis, and Ina Garten. I would watch that. And they only did it once because they all got drunk, <laughs> and because they all have such huge egos, they're all talking over each of other course, and saying yeah. how they would do something differently, and I think at one point, Gianna cut her finger, and just goes, oh, it's fine, and then two minutes later, she's never seen on the show again. <laughs> <laughs> and poor Anna Garten is so short and, like, soft-spoken that she's trying to say things, and everybody's just talking over her and oh my g- God. getting drunker and drunker. <laughs> this sounds amazing. Yeah, they, they realized they made a horrible yeah. mistake, so I gotta see if it's on YouTube or something, but... But yeah, so let's record again in October. Yeah, let's get another spooky episode out. I'm gonna try and get at least one more out. Yeah, I know. Um, so I was contacted by my friend Mike in Rhode Island. He mm-hmm. wants to come on the show to promote his movie that he just filmed. Nice, Death Drop Gorgeous. Oh God, have you heard of it? No, I have not. It's a drag queen slasher film. Very queer oriented. I, did, I would expect. Obviously. So I told him we'll try to work something out and see what we can do to have him on to talk about his little movie. Hell yeah. Yeah. Death Drop Gorgeous. I'm looking it up. Yes. I mean, it's they did it. They filmed it like in their spare time mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Very homegrown, very homemade. Back yeah. when making movies was fun kind of way. <laughs> so, you know, I always, always support that kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. But it looks kind of fun. Oh, I'm seeing some stills from it, and it does look really fun. Yeah. All right, I'm into Yeah, this. so maybe we'll have a guest on at some point. Mm, that'd be fun. Yeah. All right, guys. And if you have anything specific you want to hear us talk about for our next Halloween episode, let us know. Comment below. Comment below, <laughs> yes. Oh, and also... We're not on the Screaming Pods network anymore. We got booted? No. <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore. Ah, okay. Yeah, so just this month, Sean, who ran it, um, he became too busy doing, um, he does audiobook narration, so he Ooh. can't run the site anymore, and so he kind of just put it on the back burner for now. Mm-hmm. So if there's any podcast networks out there that want... 
two fucking weirdo queers ranting and raving about weird teen movies and shitty horror movies. Get on us quickly because yeah. the offers are flying in. Yeah, come with your best offer only. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll sell. I'll do a commercial. Yeah. I'll sell some yeah. shit. Yeah, what do you want me to sell? Mm-hmm. Pure for Men? You got to do like prep or something. I know. Well, I'm on Discovery now, which is prep. Okay. Um, What's so, the difference? So Truvada was the is the go to one for prep, and you know there's all like those lawsuits now because Truvada causes like bone damage and like kidney sh- or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you, like you might as well have AIDS at that point. Pretty much, yeah. But it's like it's it's fine if you're it's if you're short term use for it. And it's fine if you're younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so my doctor basically called me an old whore. Mm-hmm. I went to her for my three-month prep checkup. And mind you, I was going to kill this bitch. She scared the shit out of me. So she walks in, my lovely trans doctor who I adore, Mm -hmm. and she just goes, hey, how's it going? And she goes, one second. She goes, I have to check your chart real quick. And so she walks out, and then she comes back in, and there is a poster like on the wall, and it's all like the medications that are in like HIV cocktails. So she comes over and she's like about to go to the poster for the HIV cocktails. I'm like, what did this bitch not tell me about my last test? Oh my God. And then she points to like this bitch. She goes, so this medication is now used for prep. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I thought she was going to do a, just kidding. No. <laughs> I, was like, so, I would have murdered her. I was going to say yeah. she should be fired. And so, um, <laughs> The big thing about it is, is that Discovy doesn't, she said, you know, she goes, well, she goes, because I just turned 35. She goes, people your age, you know, they don't, their bones are, you know, you don't, you stop growing your bones kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. So bone damage will be crucial because you're not going to regrow it. And she goes, you know, so you should probably switch to Discovy. She goes, it's good for long time use. And she goes, and I see you as a long time prep user. And I'm like, thanks, bitch. Like, <laughs> Is that a read? <laughs> she read me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, the big thing with it now is that they've had Discovery just got approved by the FDA type of thing. So, like, it's being used for prep. But um, the whole thing now is Gilead, who makes Truvada and Discovery. Um, the, uh, so they, um, they've had, they've known that. Um, Discovy can be used for prep for years now, but they were holding it back because the generic version of Truvada is coming out now, so mm-hmm. they won't be making as much money off of Truvada, but there's no generic for Discovy, mm. so now they're going to be charging an arm and a leg for Discovy because gotcha. all these doctors who don't want their patients to get fucking bone failure and shit are switching their patients. Yeah. So... Fuck you, Gilead, for giving us an HIV prevention medication and then charging us nineteen hundred dollars a month for it. You I don't pay nineteen. I do not. I was gonna say, bitch, girl, I do not. Just use no. a goddamn condom. No, no, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Insurance covers it, but okay. for those that it does, you know. Yes. But yeah, so that is your your gay sex education for the week. All right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a good day, guys. Bye. Bye.